Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Dr. Schaub is a MD and PhD, a physician, researcher, personal development coach, and the author of the award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution. His newest book, The Empowerment Solution, Six Keys to Unlocking Your Full Potential with the Subconscious Mind, was recently released. He is also the host of the Empowerment Solutions podcast. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Friedman. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, uh, first off, why do you do what you do? Well, that's a very good question because I changed my careers now three times, apparently. <laughs> but, you know, for me, anxiety was something I had been struggling with a long time from the age of 10 until my late 20s. So it was always dear to my heart. And uh, I felt the best way to help people is not as I started out as a career in cardiology, because somehow that was just scratching the surface of the symptoms and not necessarily going to the root cause of why we get ill. And it was research because I just felt like I want to deal with people and not cells or rats. So the next place was just how can I help people to prevent getting ill by helping them with stress, anxiety, their mental, emotional issues. And that's how I got into the work I'm doing now. Well, tell us about your latest book, which is The Empowerment Solution. Again, six keys to unlocking your full potential with the subconscious mind. Well, as the name says, the subconscious mind is kind of a star of my work. So it's all about this deeper part of our mind that runs our behavioral patterns, that is in charge of our emotions, that makes about 70% of our daily choices up. So it's not that our conscious mind is really in charge. It's much more our subconscious mind. And there are so many ways we can tell it is. And one of the things we do often is the survival patterns. The survival patterns basically are patterns that we have started early in our lives that somehow keep us safe. So there is a pattern, for example, of trying to avoid being visible, trying to hide out, making yourself smaller, not getting into conflict, something that many of us do. There is a pattern of being the procrastinator and just always avoiding failure by self similar, <laughs> simply not following through and pushing stuff away. Or there is a pattern of the pleaser who is always available to others, but always put themselves on the lowest level of priorities. So there are six patterns that are described in the book that most of us have from time to time and most of us struggling with because these are self-sabotaging patterns. They are patterns that make us feel like we give our power away. They are patterns that make us even more anxious because we depend on what other people do and how they behave. And they certainly disconnect us from ourself. So the book is basically a book about how to overcome those patterns, avoidance, please, or patterns and how to use those patterns when you turn them around as pathways to get a closer and more authentic and empowering relationship with yourself. 
You know, it's interesting. I have a friend of mine who's written a book and he talks a lot about anxiety in the book. He breaks anxiety into two different components. He calls it what what he calls chronic anxiety. That's the anxiety that we constantly carry around with us. And then what's uh, episodic anxiety. This is the anxiety that happens during the day, getting the kids out the door, what have you. Is this so, so many people treat that that episodic anxiety, but it's really the chronic anxiety that is that is more the challenge. It sounds like what you're talking about is is very much the same in that it's related to these patterns. Would that be a fair thing to say? Absolutely. And it's a chronic anxiety that also is driven by these beliefs, you know, the old beliefs of well, I'm just not really safe here, or nobody can be trusted, or I'm not good enough. And those beliefs run those patterns. And those patterns are unconscious. You know, if you are a helper or pleaser, you may actually feel like, well, you know, I'm just a very empathetic person. And you don't realize that you take care of everyone. And deep inside, you resent them, because no one is taking care of you. Or if you are always feeling like, you know, you are trying to uh, hide out because, you know, somehow you're afraid of judgment or being criticized. In the moment, it may feel normal because that's what you do for 20, 30 years. But you also realize, well, I'm actually feeling lonely and I want to have connection, but I don't dare to show up or tell people who I am. So these are very much patterns that define our lives in many areas. And there is a way to get out of them. So that is very much tied in with what your friend also talks is chronic anxiety. Absolutely. So the, you, you mentioned that there, there's a way to get out of the pattern, but there's no way to really eliminate anxiety from our lives. Anxiety is kind of the price we pay for freedom, so to speak, because we have to we have to have some some anxiety in our lives, but we can't eliminate it. It's really just more of a, a question of can you self-regulate it? Is that fair? I would say that anxiety definitely is something that you don't want to eliminate because if you do, you're probably dead or a robot. So it's a good idea to know you have the whole gamut of feelings available to you. And anxiety, you know, makes sense. I mean, my anxiety was an enigma to me. I had no clue what my anxiety was about until I realized what my anxiety basically is based on my upbringing of being told I'm not good enough, not smart enough, whatever. And so I was always afraid of not uh, meeting the mark, not uh, succeeding, whatever those things are. And in the end, the anxiety was my catalyst to then say, you know, screw all of this, excuse my French, especially when it comes to always having to prove myself, you know, two doctorates later, I still didn't feel good about myself. And, and then the anxiety just helped me to say what I really need to do is what I'm doing now. That what I'm passionate about. So my anxiety was the greatest inner compass to bring me on my path. So I would never want to not have my anxiety because if I'm off my path, I'm getting anxious. When I go back on my path, I'm not anxious. So it's it's quite a nice GPS system. Yeah, because you're not you're not discounting that you said some of it is unconscious, but there's still an element of free will, so to speak, involved. Oh yes, absolutely. But the conscious and the subconscious don't necessarily work together. Sometimes they are working actually in opposite directions. You know, best example, someone who is consciously very busy and very ambitious and subconsciously very afraid and avoidant. And so you push yourself always to, you know, give a talk or, you know, go on another date and your subconscious says, oh, my God, another opportunity for me to get my head chopped off. And so that is a, a real inner conflict, conscious, subconscious. 
So the goal is, how can you consciously understand and then collaborate with your subconscious? That's what I believe Einstein meant when Einstein said, apparently, that we only use 10% of our potential. And I think if we are getting our subconscious on our side, we can use much more of our innate potential. We have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? You know, I think a... I'm pretty averse to heroes because I think we are in a hero obsessed society, especially when you look at superhero movies, everyone wants a hero. And I think for me, the heroes are the ones no one talks about. The people that I work with, the people that I feel like they have anxiety, they feel insecure, they struggle, they had a lot of abuse happening in their life and they're still getting up in the morning. They're still trying to be the best parents. They're still the ones that are saying, you know, I will not let my past define me. For me, the heroes are the people that have really, you know, I know one person, for example, who is an immigrant and he lives, uh, you know, illegal. He has, you know, five siblings living in one room, but he chooses to go to college. He chooses to make somehow a better life for himself and his family. He's getting up every morning as a, you know, 18 year old kid and just trying his best and then does it's night do a job to feed the family. The people like that, those are my heroes because despite all the adversities, all the world saying no to them, they are still saying yes to life. And I think that's inspirational. And lastly, Friedman, how can somebody contact you? Just go to my website, drfriedman.com. Well, Friedman spelled with an E. So D-R-F-R-I-D-E-M-A-2-N.com. And you can also find me on all social medias, especially YouTube and also Instagram. All right. Dr. Friedman Schaub, the author of The Empowerment Solution, Six Ways to Unlock You and I'm sorry, Six Ways to, uh, to Unlock Your Full Potential with the Subconscious Mind, recently released. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.